Did it go live? It did. Hey, there it is. <laughs> hey, okay. We are doing epiglottitis today, everyone. It is winning Wednesday. So epiglottitis is found in our quick facts book. I wasn't sure what the subject was going to be about, but I literally had a great intensive time doing epiglottitis. Page 35 of quick facts for NCLEX. So the things that are in red are the points I really want to go over today. Epiglottitis is our medical emergency. So it's actually 35 and 36. For those of you who have quick facts for NCLEX, we will be going over that today. Hi, it's Wednesday. Everybody hit that like button, smash the like button. This is the point of the week where, you know, we've done Monday motivation. And so you may be feeling like, mm, I really don't feel like studying no more the rest of this week. So Wednesday is our nighttime study group that keeps us on track. If it's your first time joining, we do this every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. I'm looking for Remar nurses who've just passed the NCLEX because last Wednesday, we had three testimonials from Remar nurses who just passed. So if you're on here, come on with it, come on with it. We're going over epiglottitis. It's going to be a good study session, everybody. All right, epiglottitis. This is found in Quick Facts for NCLEX. If you already have Quick Facts for NCLEX, you need to get into the rest of my program for that full comprehensive review. That includes my lectures and the V2 workbook. I want to see you investing in yourself this year. And I'll say that because I already have people who actually have failed the NCLEX and they're reaching out to me. They were really pumped and, you know, they're coming from different NCLEX reviews or whatever have you. And they say, hey, I'm really ready to pass NCLEX. Like it doesn't feel good to fail. It doesn't feel good, you know, to waste so much time and money into a process and you don't get the results that you want. So if you are only studying with half the package, if you're only studying watching YouTube videos, if you're only studying doing questions, I challenge you to take it the next step up and get into the full program, the full V2 program. I promise you, you will not find anything else like it. And it's going to help you learn the information so much faster. So if you are ready to invest in yourself early in 2024, please go to my website. It's remarnurse.com. Sign up for the V2 and use the code invest. Invest. That is the theme for us to all accomplish our goals. We need to be investing in, in ourselves. So that's the, that's the coupon code for everybody. All right. Also, we still have, by way of this month of January, we still have a few more days left into the 30-day challenge. If you are doing the 30-day challenge with me, this is another opportunity for you to study and it's totally free. Remember, 30-day challenge is free. Um, it's an opportunity for you to get personalized questions from the V2, all right, um, based on the lessons that are in there. So you can start it really at any time by going to remarnurse.com forward slash 30 days. But it definitely helps you with your NCLEX prep because that, um, that process of having review questions after you studied the content, it does help. It does help. Okay. All right. Let's get into epiglottitis. This is a medical emergency, which is why I am stressing it and why it is part of my NCLEX review program, because the early monitoring, the early assessment is going to help save your patients' lives. Um, it's an inflammatory disorder of the epiglottis. Now, if you think about the epiglottis, you can remember back in anatomy and physiology when we learned about the upper airway, the epiglottis, the epiglottis is useful in helping to make sure that when you eat, food does not end up in your lungs. So the epiglottis is actually at the back of the tongue and it, 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 it opens and closes, it moves around so that when you swallow the the passage to your airway, okay, to your trachea is closed so that air doesn't get in there. So here are my notes for it. Epiglottitis is an inflammatory disorder affecting the epiglottis 
and surrounding tissues. Epiglottitis can affect people of any age, but it is more common in children under the age of 12 months and or older adults, 85, 85 years and up, okay? So again, epiglottitis is something typically we see as a pediatric condition. However, anybody can get it. Anybody can get it. Again, the epiglottis is a tiny cartilage flap near the base of the tongue. This is also in your quick facts. It is located near the upper opening of the trachea, which functions as the passage to the lungs. It prevents liquid and food from passing down the trachea during swallowing, during swallowing. Okay, so I have here a picture of what the normal epiglottis looks like and what you can see in terms of the itis, the inflammation of the epiglottis. And you can see here that this is absolutely a very serious condition. Remember, I put in quick facts. What is the condition that epiglottis kind of looks like? And people get them confused. If you have quick facts, put that on there. Blessings to everybody who is studying with me on Wednesday. It's good to have you here. Epiglottitis is very similar in presentation to what? What did I say? I said it is very similar to croup, right? Croup, which is another pediatric condition. The difference is that epiglottitis progresses so fast, okay? It's a rapid onset, whereas croup kind of slowly develops, okay? Epiglottitis can develop very quickly. What else? Let's talk about some causes of epiglottitis. Very important for you to understand. Um, hip or Haemophilus influenza type B is going to be the, the, the most, I would say the most common. But since there is a vaccine now, there are other causes that are popping up of epiglottitis, such as Streptococcus pneumoniae, okay, fungal infections, some viral infections from varicella zoster. Um, now, we know that the epiglottitis is a bacterial infection, but what can happen is the fact that after a viral infection, you can develop this bacterial infection as your immune system is kind of weakened. So sometimes patients will come in with viral infections and then they will end up with a bacterial infection, okay, more susceptible. You need to know this for NCLEX, the mode of transmission, which is droplet precautions, all right, for epiglottitis. Epiglottitis can also be caused by a physical injury, such as a blow to the throat, burns from drinking hot liquids, or inhaling smoke and ends in a fire which is also a risk. Hey, the symptoms of epiglottitis, the patient will present as if they are toxic. So when a person is toxic or your patient is toxic, what does that mean? If a patient is toxic, that means that they are going to have presentations of some sort of underlying infection, some sort of underlying illness. So Essentially, your patient's going to report a sore throat, okay? You don't get sore throats unless you have some inflammation, you have some allergic responses, you have some kind of infection or infectious process going on to cause that inflammation. Patient's also going to have strider. Fever is a, a symptom of a patient being toxic and irritability or agitation. These notes are also found in your quick facts. The four Ds, which is dysphagia, patient can't swallow, dysphonia, the voice is not going to be present, drooling as the saliva is blocked, so it's going to come out of the mouth, and distress because your patient is going to have difficulty breathing or a lack of oxygen. Risk factors that I mentioned previously having a compromised immune system. This can be caused by a previous or ongoing illness, makes patient more susceptible, or incomplete vaccinations. 
when a patient does not have their, um, you know, influenza type B vaccine, then they are more at risk of getting epiglottitis. The diagnostic or investigative criteria for epiglottitis, you can do a laryngoscopy, a small camera at, with um, a, a small tube with a camera at the end that can be used to inspect the throat. A swab into the throat is taken for bacteria or viruses. Now, this is definitely when you don't have respiratory distress in your patient and you are trying to determine what is going on with your patient. However, a huge point for NCLEX is that when a patient has epiglottitis or you think that they are in have respiratory compromise, do we, do we assess them? Do we put anything in their mouth? What do we know about those types of situations when it comes to epiglottitis? What, what do we know? Do we do these investigative diagnostic tests as nurses? Are we going to put that tongue depressor in that patient's mouth? You got it. You got it. For epiglottitis, you better not. You better not do it. You better not do it. Other investigations are blood testing. A CBC, okay, is going to tell us what we're going to be looking for. The white blood cell counts in the body, and that is going to be a determining factor of if there is an infection going on. The x-ray or CT scan can be used to determine if there is any swelling or if there's a foreign object present in the airway. Very helpful in this situation. Going to be giving oxygen, of course, for epiglottitis. If the doctor suspects it, you want to monitor the blood oxygen levels with a pulse ox to protect the client's airway. This is going to be great to let you know how your patient is doing. The blood levels fall too low, then we know supplemental oxygen is going to be given through the nasal cannula or a mask. Tracheostomy may be required in severe cases. Antibiotics are a great priority. IV antibiotics may effectively relieve inflammation and cure the infection from the body. This is a bacterial infection. You're going to be using antibiotics anti-inflammatories as well. This is another um, pharmacological class of drugs that, that can be applied to this situation. We give anti-inflammatories for many things. And for NCLEX, it's very important for you to know the situational changes of why and when we're giving um, anti-inflammatories. Are other nursing considerations in general? Nursing considerations are things that you do if a patient has epiglottitis, no matter how old they are, no matter you know um, how early or late in the process that they have epiglottitis, these are things that we're always going to do as nurses. You are you are a safe nurse, you are a competent nurse, and when patients are under your care, you will make sure that they get better and not worse. So here are things we're going to do: assess the patient's breathing pattern depth, effort, and rate. Assess the lungs for presence of normal or unusual lung sounds. You should know the definitions of those. They are also in quick facts. Maintaining a comfortable position for the client, instructing the family members and the client on safe hand-washing hygiene, especially when you're talking about a transmitted disease process. And then also understanding this can be scary for our our clients, but endotracheal intubation must be um, easily assessed. And so you, you have to be prepared for, for, the, for that. Okay. If you are here tonight, you are in one of two places. Please let me know where you are. Are you studying actively with, actively with me in the V2 or are you taking the free trial of the V2? Which one do you have? I'm challenging you today to be in one of two places. You're either in the V2 studying or you're in the free trial. Let me know. Erica and Elvia and Tricia are in the V2. Okay, I have Rosina though. She's in the free trial. Most of you on tonight are V2 students. Good, 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 good. So that is the goal. That is the goal. I have some people in the free trial as well. Evelyn's V2. You have both. You're rocking both out. Okay. Um, 
So good. This is my class. It's good for me to know who I have, what I need to um, prepare for you. Okay. Amazing. B2 students representing, you know, this is part of the process to doing well. All right. Good job. All right. Let us dive into mm, 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 our first question today. You ready for questions? Now, remember, I want you to get a four out of five tonight. That's what I want you to try to do. Epiglottitis, you guys were trekking with me. You had um, notes. I see your studying notes. So I expect you to be able to do these questions very safely. Okay. They're a challenge. I had so much fun writing these questions. Let's get into it. Epiglottitis. Here we go. First question is this. The nurse monitors the child with a report of throat pain, difficulty swallowing, and fever for a thyroid swab. Mm -hmm. While preparing for the throat swab, the nurse notices the child breathing rapidly with drooling saliva. What is the priority nursing action? Number one, call the imaging department for an immediate x-ray. Two, facilitate airway management. Three, administer steroids intravenously. Four, request respiratory therapy. First question of Winning Wednesday, are you gonna get it right? I'm looking for the safe nurse, okay? And we are talking here about epiglottitis and our priorities as nurses. If you read through the question, then the correct answer that I want to see you putting in the comments, everybody heard, put your comments down. All right, it is going to be number two. Yes, 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 yes. Facilitating airway management, okay? Facilitating airway management. This is the highest priority. Um, ensuring the client has an open airway. Did you get it right? Did you get it right? It is number two. It's number two. Okay. If you got that one right, then you're ready for the next one. Once some, somebody's one out of five, you're feeling good. They're feeling good. Okay. Let's try this next one. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Question is, a 10-year-old boy with acute epiglottitis is admitted to the pediatric infectious unit. As the nurse enters the room, she monitors the environment. Which room item should be given the highest priority? Is it number one, a box of used facial tissues. Two, the call bell alarm going off. Three, a used blood pressure cuff on the floor. Or four, a used IV intercangula at the bedside. What saith you, Remar nurses? This is Winning Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we go over topics from the V2 program, the V2 workbook, quick facts, the lectures, all because I need you to get your nursing license as quickly as possible. This is a very important safety question. If you get this one right, that means you're a safe nurse. So what saith you today? Okay, 10-year-old boy in his room. The nurse goes in the room. You're monitoring the environment. That's something that you do as a nurse. The patient has epiglottitis. So what is your priority? Oh, this is a good one. All right. The correct answer. I hope you got it right. Because remember, we're supposed to be safe nurses tonight. Correct answer is number one. Number one, a box of use facial tissues. Did you get this right? Because what type of what type of disease is epiglottitis? It's transmissible, okay? By droplet precautions. And so people can catch this by inhaling the germs spread through person coughing, sneezing, blowing their nose, okay? Also, also there are instances like influenza type B that can live on surfaces for hours and hours, the germs, the germs. So I got a lot of you because I put in the distractor, okay? The call bell alarm going off, okay? I also put the blood pressure cuff on the floor, okay? Some people fell for that one. Um, I did put the used IV inner cannula at the bedside, okay? So remember, oh, and then you assume, I, I can tell you why it's not number four, 
why it's number one, uh, a box of used facial tissue. So when you see used facial tissue on your NCLEX exam and it introduces a patient to you, okay, then that used article is by who? It's by the patient. You don't assume that it is by some other stranger, right? I know somebody asked like, well, you know, who used the facial tissue? It would be the patient. This is the patient equipment, okay? Number four, a used IV inner cannula at the bedside, okay? So because our patient is what? Because our patient has epiglottitis, because our patient is in an infectious unit, all of these things are leading you towards the right answer. Remember, 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 it is important. It is important to also play into the environment, right? The environment is one of the um, clinical judgment measurement model factors. So it's important for us to be able to see all of these things. You got to see them all. All right. And I want you to be in a position of, oh, I like people that are like, oh, I missed that. I need to slow down. I didn't read that it was used. Just little things like that. It makes a big difference in how you answer these questions. So correct answer is number one over number four. Number four is a IV intercannula, right? Okay, so maybe the patient, the, the IV intercannula, that's just the catheter. Maybe the patient got their IV changed and the nurse didn't throw it away, right? It was left at the bedside. But in terms of it doing harm to the patient or anything like that, the priority is the infection, okay? All right. Okay, so let's sit on that one, okay? Let's just sit on that one. If we have to come back to it, we can come back to it. It's not the needle, right? It's not the needle, it's the cannula. That's different, that's different. Okay, <laughs> all right, here we go. So um, right now though, I have something even better than another NCLEX question. I have another Remar nurse who passed their NCLEX. Hi there. Hello, <clears throat> how, are how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing very good. I'm doing very good. So tell me, how did you get here? Did you tell me what? Uh, first of all, my name is Elias. Uh, I found this program from a friend of mine. And she told me she passed uh, with a uh, uh, Remar um, review program. Mm -hmm. And I decide to come back and then um, I graduated from nursing school in 2018 and I try in okay. 2019 two times with Kaplan program it didn't work out for me and I gave up I just let it go and then <sighs> I choose other thing to do for my life for my family and then once she, my a friend of mine told me about this program, oh, let me try. I really want to go back to it. And then I try. I passed January 3rd this year. Uh, I was following you the whole time. You are doing seven days review. Uh, I took a little bit um, more time to uh, study my... my uh, Quick fact and V2, I was studying here and there. Nice. And that's how I made it. Congratulations. I enjoy your, your program, Remark program, the motivational program. People come over here sharing their story. Mm -hmm. They push me forward to see this change I've seen right now. And look at you now that you have your license, you are giving back to somebody else. They're watching you wanting to be where you are right now. That is so amazing. That is so amazing. So tell me, um, how did you feel during your NCLEX exam? Were you nervous taking the next gen NCLEX? Uh, this time when I, uh, after I review my quick fact and uh, V2, I wasn't nervous. I was so confident. So I know I, I, I can pass and then I did it. I passed it. Wow. Can you tell me how, so how long did you, 
um, how long did you study for, would you say? Like after being yeah. out of school, how long did you study yeah, for? I study about uh, two months because uh, I totally forgot everything uh, for about three years. So uh, I took a lot of time and I'm a slow reader and second language speaker. Uh, I took about two months. Two months. I know. I know. You say four months maximum, but I I took with my job with work with family. Mm -hmm. I took about two months. That is actually it's not that long of a time. Actually, you know, if you think about it, now that you have your license, where where are you from? I'm from Ethiopia. Nice. <laughs> wow, that is so amazing. Tell me, what made you? Not, uh, well, what made you want to go back? Like, what made you want to say, okay, let me try one more time? You know, what what was it? I'll be Love it. <laughs> my my son is bothering me. Sorry. No, uh, no, it's okay. Can, can you repeat the question you. again? Oh, I said, what made you want to go back to take your NCLEX again after failing? You know, after failing twice already what made you say let me try it one more time yeah no, when my a friend of mine when uh, she was telling me about this program it's easy to review it's easy to pass uh, everything is scheduled you can review with the instructor uh, um, I'm, I'm, i mean i'm sorry uh, professor Eugenia, monday wednesday and uh, the V2 program, everything is very precise for anybody. You can pass, don't give up, come back, and you can do it. That, I love that. Her motivation. Yeah. Yes, yes. You said, what's the difference between studying with Remar and Kaplan? What, like, now that you passed, what were you doing, you know, that didn't get you there? What's the difference? The, the difference is uh, Remar is... Uh, short and brief and precise. Um, Kaplan is uh, strategies. Uh, you don't have any concrete thing to go with it. Is You go everywhere. You, you go yeah. here and there. I love that. Thank you. I, you know what? Sometimes I love when my international nurses, hi there. Hi. <laughs> Sometimes I love when my international nurses explain things because you put it in a way, I think, that universally people can understand. The NCLEX is not about memorizing strategies. You really have to know. You really have to know your, your content. You have to know medications. You have to know diseases. You can't shortcut it. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next? What's next for you? What are you going to do? The next is to get some experience and back to school and get my RN. Um, okay. Well, what type of what, nurse what, do you see yourself becoming? Um, I don't know right now, but uh, I just want to jump into somewhere and uh, get a lot of experience and back to school for RN. What, what state are you in right now? Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. I had a Minnesota license. Um, I worked in Minnesota. So uh, you definitely have the opportunity to do any kind of nursing that you want to do. Yeah. So thank you so much. I just want you to speak to the international nurses that may be watching and don't feel like they can do it or tell, mm -hmm. talk to them. Yeah. What, I'm, what I want to talk to them is anybody with this program can do can pass you can you will you must pass the NCLEX anybody in this program anybody who is gonna come after us anybody will be successful with this program I really thank you you don't get tired you don't get uh, angry you don't get um, uh, you always here with us, uh, God gave us as a gift. You, thank you, changing Thank you. our life. Thank you Thank so you. much.
No, yeah, yeah. I, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be part of your journey. I am grateful that you knew where to find us after you had your nursing license. You knew to come back here on Winning Wednesday and inspire somebody. They definitely, a lot of people got this last question wrong. <laughs> and so now hearing your testimony, they're ready to try again. So thank you so much for your time. All, all the best to you, your blessing, your children. What a great example you are to them to never give up. Never thank give you. up. Thank you, all Rimar team, all Rimar family. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Have a good night. Bye, Minnesota Bye. in the house. Wow. <laughs> Minnesota in the house. Ethiopia, stand up. International nurses. International nurses. Yes. I love it. We are definitely in a winning season. We are. Um, Next Gen NCLEX can be as challenging or it can be as easy as you want it to be. Definitely get into the V2. Uh, we heard the V2 is working. Okay. Use the code invest 30% off. Join my full class. Okay. Join my full class. I want to see nurses from every corner of this planet. Um, shout out to the nurses also in Kenya. They have a new um, testing center in Kenya now. So we will have nurses being able to go to Kenya to do their NCLEX exams. So I'm so happy. I'm so happy about that. Okay, so listen to me, guys. Let's get into another question because this one was challenging. I don't know if we still have our, 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 our Remar nurses that are not missing anything. Okay, let's do another question, shall we? Liberia, Philippines is in the house. Kenya in the house. I see you, Nigeria. Stand up. Gambia. Gambia. Can't wait to go there. All right. Question. And U.S. I see my nurses from the U.S. My countrymen. I see you guys too. We're doing another question. It starts right here. Let's try this one, okay? All right. This question says this. A pediatric client has been diagnosed with epiglottitis and is admitted. The healthcare provider has written the following orders for the child. Which doctor's order should the nurse prioritize? Okay, prioritize. Number one, administer acetaminophen for fever control. Two, administer oral antibiotics as ordered. Three, obtain a chest x-ray to determine the bacteria. Or four, obtain a tracheostomy tray at the bedside. Here we go. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for the answer. That is the priority for the nurse. If you have quick facts, you do not need to finish quick facts to start V2. Okay, you don't need to finish this book to start the lectures. You should be watching the lectures and studying this at the same time. That's how you get it done in 30 days or less. Okay, no stress, just less. Okay, all right. Now, I see a lot of people picking number four for today. I see some people picking number two. Okay, all right. So what is the priority here in this situation. And this is what I love about us coming to Wednesdays is because we're able to work out the things that we study, things that we think we know. The priority here is number four, obtaining a tracheostomy tray at the bedside. That's the first thing. That's the first thing from all these doctor's orders that needs to be presented. And remember, when you're taking NCLEX, you're looking at what's in front of you, okay? You're looking at what is in front of you. Does it make sense? Does it belong here? Is it my priority? All right. Most of you did this one very well. You did this one very well. Let me turn it up a notch. I think I have a challenging one here. Ah, oh, let's try this one. Question number four. A nurse is caring for a pediatric client diagnosed with, guess what? Epiglottitis in the emergency department. Which nursing action is the highest priority? Number one, administering IV antibiotics. Two, administering a nebulized bronchodilator. Three, obtaining a throat culture. Four, putting the child in a low Fowler's position to increase oxygenation. Here we go. Looking for the critical thinking here that is required for prioritization. And remember, you can't critically think 
unless you have content, okay? Can't critically think unless you have content. It's not gonna happen, okay? You will get caught up in the distractors of the exam. And remember, the distractors are good, okay? That's what makes them, that's what keeps you on the NCLEX writing board if you can write good distractors, okay? That's what allows you to stay on that question writing team. <laughs> All right, correct answer here. I think I got some people with my distractor. Correct answer is number two, administering IV antibiotics. You might say, what, Professor Regina, how could that be? Well, it's true because epiglottitis is a bacterial infection. All right, so what I did was I said, put the child in low Fowler's position to increase oxygenation. But oxygenation isn't increased in low Fowler's position. What position would be better? Okay. Just because y'all saw that increased oxygenation, you totally neglected the fact that I put the wrong position. What's the position that they should be in? Because it's not low Fowler's. Low Fowler's is not going to do nothing for that patient. But you saw the increased oxygenation and you went with it. <laughs> Definitely should be high Fowler's position, guys. High Fowler's. So because that one was wrong, the right one would be those IV antibiotics, IV antibiotics. But I tricked you. I was sneaky, sneaky and tricked you. So um, remember, when you're reading these questions, slow down, slow down. Okay. All right. I'm moving on. How many people are at four out of four out of four right now? Four out of four. Here's the final question. Here we go. Let's dive into it now. All right. Oh, let me make it big. I'll make it big. I'll make it big. All right. So you have here a nurse is working in a pediatric emergency department and is caring for four pediatric clients, all suspected with epiglottitis. Which of these clients should the nurse identify as the most critical and prioritize for immediate intervention? Okay. Who's most critical? Number one, four-year-old child with mild strider, but no drooling. Two, six-year-old leaning forward with occasional grunts. Three, five-year-old with slight fever, sore throat. Or four, three-year-old with a hoarse voice and a cough. Oof, this is tough. What do we say? <clears throat> Who is the priority here? My, my, my. It's tough, 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 tough here. I made this one challenging because there's many layers to priority, especially when it comes to, um, especially when it comes to airway, airway conditions here. So NCLEX can take you on a whole spectrum and it's easy to get it down to two but then you have to go with the one that's tugging at you. Who's the worst patient here? Who's worse? And I see all different answers. So I don't even know if we got it down to the same two. Some people have one, some people have two, some people have three, some people have four. Okay. Age is not a factor. When it comes to prioritization here, you have, these are all pediatric patients. Um, they're relatively the same age. So, age, not a factor. Who you going to go with? Okay. So correct answer is going to be the worst patient, of course. And out of these, okay, out of these four, the worst patient is going to be number two. This patient is leaning forward. Okay. And they are grunting. Grunting comes from the lower airways. Mm, patient cannot breathe. All right. This person has the most severe respiratory distress. Whenever you see that grunting, you think about an infant, this grunting, right? Um, this is the most critical patient. This patient is in severe respiratory distress. You better do something. You better be able to identify this on your NCLEX exam because this, um, this just determines that you absolutely do understand airway compromise. 
okay? When it, when it is not straightforward. It means you're a good, safe nurse, critical thinker. A lot of people did pick number four. I put in the distractor, a hoarse voice and a cough. And so you saw the hoarse voice and you thought, mm, I better go with this. Quick Facts actually mentions muffled voice, okay? Muffled voice. So I put in a hoarse voice to see if I could trick you. <laughs> All right. So um, how did you do tonight? Some people did. Uh, some people did really well. Four out of five, five out of five. Some people did one out of five. That's okay. The best thing is that guess what? You showed up for class. Um, why not? Number one, number one, this patient um, has mild strider, but it says no drooling. So I said no drooling. I don't know if you um, if you caught that one or not, but if a patient, essentially the patient just has mild strider here. All right. So this one was challenging. I was so pumped up to do this class with you guys since earlier today because epiglottitis is pretty straightforward. You write some really challenging NCLEX questions with this topic. So I say all that to say, come back next week. Come back on Monday because we're going to do this again. In the meantime, get back into your V2. I expect you to be following that study calendar. And that is how you study upgrades. That's how you study both of these together, okay? And remember this and this and this. These are kind of, these are like the same thing. One is just my downloadable one. One is my virtual trainer, uh, physical workbook. So, um, but if you are following the study calendar, you can do both of them together. And my, the study calendar here is actually, it's actually here. All right. So if you have the V2 workbook, then this would be um, the study calendar. Okay. All right. Um, if you only need the V2 because you have the quick facts, literally it would be $20 less. All right. So make sure that you do that. Make sure you don't get the quick facts from the V2 if you already have it. Somebody said this. Um, what if it was drooling? Would that be the priority then? Uh, no, it still wouldn't be the priority because when patient is grunting, grunting is a sign of late respiratory distress. Okay, um, so that is it. How can I get my V2? Please go to remarnurse.com. So many comments coming in. How is my friend doing? Oh, so my best friend, um, you guys know I was in Texas on Monday. My best friend, Brittany, she did a live with me uh, many years ago, she came on and she did a live with me and she was talking about, she's a nurse, so she was talking about um, home health care and you guys were asking her all types of questions, not you, but the previous generation, you were asking her all types of questions. So anyways, um, her husband passed away. Her husband passed away. She got married last year and um, she had only been honestly married for a year and her husband, he um, passed away. He got diagnosed with cancer. And so it was um, so tragic. And I just dropped everything. And I flew to Texas because that's where she lives. And so I was there with her for a couple of days. And so I thank you guys for just praying for her, praying for me, and just holding us down as a community, holding us down as a family. And I think that's that's what we are here for. And um, whenever I can asked you guys for something I do. I try to um, just ask you for prayer, asked you just to help me because I was in a different location. And I know maybe the class wasn't the same as it used to be. I was just pushing through. And I thank her actually, because she said, go do the class. Um, you know, a lot of people will be depending on you and waiting on you. And that's just kind of what I mean, guys, about showing up, like showing up. And, and sometimes we don't have you know, we don't have the strength to do anything. We don't have the motivation to do anything, but we do have our habits and we do have our disciplines. And so those are the things that get us through in the hard times. So thank you. Uh, thank you so much. She, she, you know, she's a Christian woman. And so she has a joy, just talking to her. She has a joy that I, I can't explain it. You know, she's still smiling and laughing and, and just taking it. All right. As best as a person could much better than me. You know, you, you think about it. Um, and even you guys losing your spouse is one of the cha most challenging things. You know, losing your spouse is one of the most challenging things. And actually, 
even after you've only been married for a year, when you think you have the rest of your life with a person and then they, they're suddenly taken away. And so um, I just know how important, you know, Mark is to me, how important he is to the community. And so I just, I, I can't even imagine, you know, just want to be there for her. So thank you guys for her, for the prayers for her. I appreciate that. All right. Oh, lots of things, lots of things that we are in prayer for. But um, what we do know is that every moment that we have is a blessing, right? Every moment that we have is a blessing. And many of us really have, we, we don't have any reason to complain. We don't have any reason to be sorrowful or be sad because we have so very much. We have so very much. So I, I just say, you know, give, give all of your cares to God because he can handle them even when we cannot, even when we cannot. So. Thank you so much. I will see you guys on Monday. I'll see you on Monday. And I pray that as the week continues on and the weekend, you are safe, you are sound, you are still moving towards your goals. If you want to get in contact with me more and talk to me, my email address, please. Um, my email address is support at remarreview.com. Myself, Team Remar, we're all, we're all in, um, you know, trying to help you and make sure that you get what you need, whether it's, hey, I need to know where my quick facts is, how do I start V2, all those things. Sometimes we have a, um, you know, sometimes we need more information on your address. It's delivered to the wrong address. There could be so many things. So I want to make sure that you guys have everything that you need in order to get through the content in a way that, that makes the most sense for you. So I love you guys all. Oh, thank you so much, Mike. You guys are giving Brittany her condolences and I'll just, I'll just tell her that you guys are just sending her condolences, scriptures, all those good things. You guys are amazing. You really are. The, the, support, the support is amazing. May God comfort and console your friend. God will uphold her. Surely he is. I'm telling you guys because I don't know how she's doing it. I don't know. She's just this, this joy. Like she's calling, checking on me. Hey, how did the class go? What time is your live tonight? She's calling, asking about you guys. So it's amazing. Um, all right. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a good evening. I don't like to keep you long. So we actually did class in under an hour today, 47 minutes only. And, and we had a, a Remar nurse come on. So that is, that is good for us. We, our classes have been running over an hour. So 47 minutes. I will leave you to a wonderful night or morning if you're in the Philippines or then another part of Africa or Asia. I don't know what time it is. Where Let me know what time it is where you're from right now. Let me know what time it is. For me, it is 9.52 here in Florida. I actually flew from Texas last night to Florida. So I'm back in Florida again. And it is, it's almost 10 o'clock. What time is it where you are? Okay. I just want to know. I'm just being nosy. I don't know. Lu Luisa's eight, nine, 9.52 where you are. Okay. 2 a.m. Oh, my goodness. Minnesota, 8.52. Okay. So we're in, you're in Texas. Chicago as well. Florida, same time. Let me know where you're from. I just, I'm, just, I'm just being like at this point. I'm just being nosy. I just want to know. 6.53. Are you in California, West Coast? Same time, Thailand, 9.52 a.m. Good morning, Belize, oh, wish I was there. Jamaica, all the places I want to go. UK, Naples, love Naples. Seattle, Chicago, all right, who else we have? Texas, lots of people in Texas. Guyana, 10.52. Where else? Chicago, absolutely. Jacksonville. Thank you, Nigeria, 3 a.m. What are you doing up right now? You're up at class, 2.52. Canada. Hi. Canada is our neighbor. Arizona seven. Yes. So now, now we're just getting to know each other as a community. I'm in Ohio, UK, Florida, California. Okay. So we definitely right now are an international study group, Fort Myers in the house, Massachusetts, West Palm Beach. Not far. Not far. Dubai. Mm. Kenya. 5.54 a.m. We have so many, we have so many nurses from all over. This is so insane. Um, right now I'm preparing for my class in 
where am I? Pre I'm preparing for my class in Manila in the Philippines. And then I will be in, I'll be in Orlando April. I'll be in Orlando in April. Philippines, yes. India, amazing. All right. What? Oh, yeah. If you're in the Philippines, if you're in Manila, um, okay, go to remarnurse.com slash Manila. I'll be um, there in March. So if you're in the Philippines and you want to come to the class, Aileen is typically on. I don't know if you're in the Philippines or not. I don't think she's in the Philippines, but maybe she is. Canada. Okay. Please come to the UK. London. Yeah, I was, we were, I was in, I was invited to London again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Australia. I would love to go to Australia. I would love to go to Gambia and Tanzania, um, Ethiopia, Africa. But I need I need some people there to connect me. All right. When am I coming back to Atlanta? That was during Remar Nurse University. I'll be in Orlando. Um, I'm not sure because I'm going to the National Student Nurses Convention this year. So if you're in nursing school or if you're coming to that convention, you will see me there. Team Remar is going to be there. More reason to go back to the Philippines. Yeah, come over to the Philippines. All right. Okay, guys, I'm really leaving this time. This time I'm leaving. Now I know where you're from and I know what time it is. Mm, maybe during Remar, um, Remar Nurse University, we did us, we did, um, every week we were in a different city. We went to Chicago. We went to Atlanta. We went to New York. We, we were in Manhattan, right? We were by Times Square. We did a class in Times Square and then we ended in Miami. We went to Los Angeles and then we went to Miami. I'm looking forward to the Philippines. I'm, I'm going to stay in I'm going to go to Boracay. Is that, how, is that how you say it? Manila and then there. I'm ready for it. All right. Okay, guys. So I'm going to leave and then I'll be back on Monday. I'm going to check emails. I'm going to make sure that you guys have your books. If you have any um, specific questions, please let me know about your account. Am I going to sell books during the event here in the Philippines? Yes, I'm bringing some books, but I won't have a whole bunch of books. So I would just say um, come to the to, to that class early. Do I have any details for the Philippines? Please go to remarnurse.com forward slash Manila and it'll tell you where I'm having the class, what time the class starts, the workbook, all, all that stuff. It will be there. And I think I'm doing the class for free. So just come. Okay. All right. Is that it? Is that it? Yes. Kenya has a testing center as well. I will be, um, I'll be trying to make myself as available as possible. I would love to come to cities, but when I come to a city, I need to know that Remar nurses are going to show up. It is, it is very important that that happens. So when I come to a place, I want us to be able to have a great time, but I also need y'all to bring out the entire city. So there are people that do that very well. Miami does that very well. Jamaica does that very well. New York, you do that extremely well. Okay. You guys do that extremely well. So all the best to you all. See you later. Remember, you can, you will, and you must pass. NCLEX, I'll see you guys on Monday. Okay, bye-bye.